Hello and welcome to the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy, and thanks for joining us today. Today, we have a guest with us, uh, Chris Davis. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So maybe you could tell the audiences who, you know, who are listening to or tuning in today, who's Chris? Yeah. So I am a co-founder of a marketing agency called RevCardo. Um, me and my partner, uh, just two of us co-founders, me and my partner, Jason Bramble. Um, he actually, interestingly enough, found me on Instagram probably about two years ago, come like probably around this time of year too. Um, and I was just posting content. Like I started off just doing social media marketing and web design, stuff like that, just freelance. And um, I was just like cranking out content through the pandemic because there was nothing better to do. So um, he ended up finding, you know, coming across my TikTok and my Instagram videos and just, you know, Thank God he chose to reach out or whatever, and I was open to networking. Um, so it just goes to show you how how important networking is. Uh, so yeah, we got connected, and you know he pitched me on the idea. I was running like my own little agency at the time, but it was really nothing but just web design and development to a very light level. Um, and you know leads weren't really coming in because it's a super saturated market. So he um, you know pitched me on an idea to start this kind of RevOps company that you know did a little bit more than just one specific service where it would cover the entire funnel from top to bottom. Um, and, you know, I've read it. I was like, this sounds like a really good idea. And yeah, we took the took the plunge. He left his job. Um, I had already left my job a little bit before I started freelancing. So we were kind of just, you know, out there just, just doing it, just making things happen. <laughs> wow, what a story, Chris. I mean, yeah. you, know, you meet on Instagram and then two years later, you know, you guys doing cool things all over. This is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been a been crazy, a crazy ride. <laughs> so I want to go back just for a second. Why did you do freelancing? What uh, what got you to want to do that? What were you doing before? Yeah, so I was actually working in different jobs um, after college. I, I never graduated, so I kind of just left college. Um, then was just looking for jobs. Ended up doing a bunch of retail. Um, had did the Disney College program for a year, so that was really cool. Um, got me some good experience, you know, just personal soft skills and stuff like that, just communication skills. Um, and then after I came back, I was working at Comcast for a year. That was amazing, but I was a contractor, so it just was not paying the bills and I had a lot of student loans. So um, after that, I ended up getting a job that was really high paying, but it sucked. <laughs> so it was like the exact definition of a job, like not like nothing more, just a job. Um, so I kind of just took that as an opportunity to, you know, and to any entrepreneurs out there, people thinking, you know, dive in entrepreneurship, make sure you plan your exit and don't just leave your job or just like purposely try to get fired without a plan. Um, I literally tried to sit there or not tried. I sat there for five months saving money um, for, you know, just trying to start a business and stuff. So I saved up enough to be able to last like six to a year, six months to a year of expenses. Um, and then left that job. And once I was doing that, I was like, you know, I got to do something here. So I was already freelancing a little bit. Um, I never got to the point where I was freelancing, you know, and this is probably what you should do is freelance to where you're making enough, like if not the same amount you are at your day job. Um, I didn't quite get to that point, but I was like, I have enough savings to survive. So I'm, I'm sure the business start to go up. Um, so yeah, once, once I started, I left there, I just kept freelancing and just kept trying to get clients to help me out with referrals um, and just trying to find my own leads. Wasn't going as well as I expected it to go. Um, so that's where, you know, after Jason hit me up about the agency, I was like super down for something that sounded a lot better and having some help too. kind of doing everything on your own is very tough. Um, so I was trying to juggle a million things with no type of, you know, strong network or anything. 
That's so cool. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Person. I mean, I know I'm asking sometimes, uh, you know, vulnerable mm-hmm. questions, but I really feel yeah. that when open and sharing, more people could learn about the journey of entrepreneurship. And as you know, mm-hmm. one of the goals is to bust these myths so that, you know, you're all rich and you all started really well. The reality is we all struggle and sometimes yeah. struggle go on for a long time before you, someone could make that transition to feel more comfortable. But it's right. a journey that you take and it's a beautiful journey. No, for sure. I, I'd, I'd agree 100%. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more. So the, this entrepreneurship, as you were yeah. sharing a little bit of it, Ups and downs, right? Sometimes the same moments, sometimes different moments. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you mind sharing with us maybe one of your down moments where you felt the world is ending or you're in the bottom or what's going to happen next? Yeah, um, probably a little bit to when we were kind of getting things rolling, you know, everything's looking up and we're, you know, like that's, I think that's the thing with entrepreneurship. Like things can look so good and be projected to look so good and forecasted. But at the end of the day, they're like uncontrollable things happen um, and we're still learning. So I think like kind of, you know, once we started to pick things up and it looked like everything was going right, um, we had ended up, you know, losing a few clients due to, you know, different things. Either, you know, we weren't, you know, we were still learning. So maybe we weren't doing as great as the job as we thought um, or, you know, they just were cutting back because they didn't have enough things internally set. So we lost about like two or three clients at like in like it was like the same month, too. And they were like one of our like main accounts. So we ended up yeah just losing a ton of revenue um, that we had to somehow like get back. But so what we did was we basically just locked down and focused on sales which I think one thing that separates us from a lot of other like entrepreneurs and companies is that me and my partner, like we'll sell like till, till we pass out. Like we don't care. I'll sell anything. So we um, just focused on selling me, him, me and him and just both just re, you know, refilled up our pile, our pipeline. And um, yeah, it just eventually started closing deals again. And then now we had the, it was cool because one thing people can't take from you is the knowledge that you gain through the process. So now knowing that we lost clients, we always sat down, looked at data, found out what it was that might have caused it at least as much as we could. And then now when we have, when we brought the new clients on, we took it very, you know, like these are our lifeblood. We're not going to, you know, take any time from these and it's going to be our main focus. Um, And then started solidifying more processes, better processes than before um, to now hold the revenue going forward and get more revenue out of it from like referrals and things like that. And like just different programs. Love that Chris. So I, one thing I always mentioned to entrepreneurs I work with, is when you take it seriously, it's amazing what happens when with the yeah. other people. And I know that you were joking before, it's just you, you know, it went from a sad hustle to maybe a business, but you're still in this kind of like, well, no big deal, I'll, I'll make it work. Yeah. And someone, for whatever reason, although they should have taken it seriously, they just did whatever they did. And it's really great news that you shared with us. And I think it's a great insight. It, you, it's up to you to do what you what happened to you whatever yeah, happens yeah. your reactions and what you do with that information is up to you no one else can tell you what to do with that so exactly that's powerful thank you so much for yeah. sharing. chris let's take for a sure. break just a short break and we'll be right back thanks for being cool. with welcome back chris here we go Hey, <laughs> <laughs> these days are kind of interesting. Take breaks on, uh, you know, on Zoom. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little Zoom break. <laughs> Zoom break. So, Chris, <laughs> if you could share with us, you know, one of your ups, you know, up moments where you felt like you're on top of the wall. This is going to be amazing. And you're like in control. Yeah, I would say one, when me and my partner, um, we when we first started, we, uh, we use Seamless.ai, which is basically 
a sales enablement software that helps you get leads and things like that from LinkedIn and other sources, um, kind of like Zoom Info. So we were using them for a while when we first started and successfully were able to, you know, make them make a lot of money because we're giving it to our clients and we're selling a lot of it. So um, we originally uh, joined something called the uh, Seven Figures Club, which, you know, you sell a certain amount with using the software and we got an award and everything, um, which was cool. But then uh, what happened actually like a few months ago, we actually got into the eight figure club with them. Um, and then I think it was just like, we don't get too much, at least in the beginning, we weren't getting too much PR and press and like, you know, just recognition on accomplishments. Um, so getting that was like huge. Like, you know, they were helping us because it, it helped us get more business. Cause I was like, Hey, we have this tool that, you know, we helped all these other companies make millions of bucks with it. We can help you do the same. So, and they were kind of promoting it too. So it was really helpful for us. And I thought that like, you know, it was just really big for us just as, you know, a milestone, something to celebrate. I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, you kind of skip over all the little accomplishments you might, you know, be achieving throughout the process. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Most times yeah. you only celebrate or talk to yourself only when you're down. <laughs> Very exactly. Something is going well when you're like, oh, let's go have a celebration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, what a journey. Congratulations. Sounds like, it sounds like Thanks, a man. wonderful journey that you've been on and it keeps going up, it seems like. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it keeps on going. <laughs> yeah. So do you, just one other question about you and yeah. your partner. Are you guys in the same city? Do you live in different places? Yeah. So he actually, we're not too far from each other. Um, so we're in Philadelphia. I am in like Center City, which is just like downtown Philadelphia. Um, he lives in a further suburb, which is Allentown. So it's about an hour, maybe a little over an hour away. So not super far. Um, we did have an office. And then we kind of sat and thought about it recently, like maybe over the last few months. And we we're kind of like, it wasn't a point in us paying for the office because it was in the city. And, you know, Jason would have to drive all the way down, spend a ton on gas and then have to find parking or pay a ton for parking. So we were just like, this office doesn't make sense. So we ended up, uh, you know, scratching the office and now we're fully remote. Um, and all of our contractors and employees are in different cities and stuff too. It's not like we're all based in Philly. So it just made more sense. Yeah, it's kind of interesting yeah. what COVID did to the office uh, space. Exactly. Yeah, and there's a lot more to come. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, people who, as well as to legitimizing the people who are working from home, because a lot of yeah. times you'll discounted them as like, you know, you're not serious, but they are. Exactly. Just, you know, yep. They need an office. It made no business sense. <laughs> so. Yeah, I used to have that same stigma when I worked at Comcast. We would um have a lot of opportunities to work from home, and then I just always feel like a bum staying at home, or like I feel like people would think I'm lazy or something. When it's like, no, nah, I'm still getting my job done. <laughs> yeah, I think actually people work more when they're at home because I tell my wife all the time, I used to go to work. Now I live at work. Yeah, so <laughs> you, can get, you can work it whenever you want. <laughs> Uh, Chris, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, one of the yeah. things I usually like to ask, looking back at your journey and, and mm -hmm. you know, going back to the days that you started, you know, doing it as a side hustle. Yeah. And I know it's hard to imagine this because you are in a different place today. You have different connections. You have different knowledge. Mm -hmm. Your brain is operating differently. What would you tell yourself back then, knowing what you know today or someone that maybe just getting started? What would you be one of your insights that you would share with them? I would say don't let yesterday ruin your today or tomorrow. Um, I think a lot of times we like we waste a lot of time just regretting things or focusing on stuff that could have been done differently. Like we make thousands of decisions in a day. 
not all of the decisions you make are going to be the best decision, especially when you're doing something new. So you just have to accept that you're going to sometimes make a wrong decision and it's, it's okay. You know, now, you know, that same exact process for next time. And now you won't make that same decision. And now you can educate someone else before they even step into that decision. And that's when, you know, mentorship and um, those kind of things come in handy, but, and consulting, but yeah, I think uh, I would just, yeah, really don't let yesterday be the main focus um, of what you're today or tomorrow. Like you're not defined by a bad mistake. Love that, Chris. Thank you so much for sharing that. I've always mentioned yeah. people, I am in the entrepreneurship practice world. We just, yep. <laughs> and we just have to, you know, the only way to get better at it is just keep practicing, but you can't yeah. guarantee anything. You can only guarantee more practice. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, we're all, as entrepreneur, you're never really done the journey. It's, it continues to go. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, thanks a million. Have a great day. We appreciate you being thanks, here. Thanks, man. Us. Yeah. I appreciate being on. Thanks. Thanks everyone. This is the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy. Till the next show, tune in. Have a good day.